You're listening to Dr. Tony Nader, the podcast, dedicated to exploring the full potential of human physiology and mind with focus on ancient and modern techniques of self-development. Spend some time with Dr. Nader, who is leading the way in the science of consciousness, and begin your journey to better understanding the relationship of mind and body, consciousness and physiology right now. Learning more about the development of consciousness and our own personal growth is something of benefit to everyone. In this episode, Dr. Nader shares insights from his new book, One Unbounded Ocean of Consciousness, Simple Answers to the Big Questions in Life. Greetings, everyone. It's wonderful to be with all of you again. Thank you for joining. Today, we'll be talking about some very profound topics very important in our life and in understanding our situation and where we can go from where we are and making the best of our life. And I'm going to present this on the basis of a book that I have written and will share with you some thoughts about the book and how we will be progressing day after day and in going into these interesting topics of life and living. When I was young and dynamic and looking at life like everyone else with great hope and expectation, I remember hearing somebody say that, what is this life? There was an older person and they almost cursed life and they say, it's worth nothing, it is nothing. So I thought this person must be a loser who has not been able to achieve anything in their life and or is going through some difficult time and then they will recover. We all have these moments where we wonder what it is all about, what is going on, why do I go through these waves? Sometimes there is joy, sometimes happiness, but a lot of the time also there are deceptions, disappointments, a sense of not fulfilling one's purpose, or what is the purpose? Is there a purpose in, in all of this other than maybe trying to be happy and trying to be wealthy and trying to be healthy? And even sometimes maybe when we have a bigger vision to help others and make life better for others. And these questions are not just simple superficial questions that we get when we are young and we are just starting to understand reality and what is reality about. We either decide that there is no answer to the purpose of life, no answer to the big questions in life, or that the answers come from different, different angles with oftentimes contradictory perceptions of the meaning of things the reality of our freedom, our ability to choose, how things are forced on us sometimes, uh, that we don't expect situations and circumstances like this pandemic suddenly putting us all at our homes and not being able to truly achieve what we have dreamt that we wanted to achieve or fulfill a life that we wanted to be full. And then we start going into situations and circumstances from one thing to the other, and we even forget those questions. But oftentimes we make assumptions about them. We assume that we are free. We assume that we can make a difference. 
we assume that we can change things and we assume that people are responsible because they are free and they are capable of making choices that are better and therefore we have a justice system, we have a responsibility, we have punishment, we have reward, we have all these factors that get set in based either on our belief system, which means our religion, our spiritual understanding of the meaning of things, or on the ideas that we have made from studying philosophy or studying sociology and psychology, or just we abide by the laws of my country, of your country, and how they want it, and there is some bigger value there, which are the responsible people, the leaders, that guide us, and therefore we have no choice but to follow all these things. And in these cases, life becomes a routine, and at one point, maybe we are disappointed, like this older man who was so unhappy with his life, and looking back, he felt that all life was not really much about anything. It went by like this, nothing has happened, maybe, in some people's lives. And they wonder, why am I here? What did I come for? And how is it going? So, these are very profound, what we usually can call existential questions. Questions about our existence, about the nature of reality, about the nature of life, about the origin of life and its purpose. And then we ask many questions. In whatever belief system we are, in whatever scientific or spiritual path we are following, we wonder, why is there evil? Why can't people live in happiness and joy and be together and in peace? Isn't that so easy? But we find that even ourselves, we are always pushed for more. We want more. We want more knowledge. We want more happiness, of course. We want more wealth. We want more health. We want more beautiful things to eat or to hear, sounds, music, uh, enjoyment, relaxation, feeling good. We want to have a role in our life that is significant, so we feel we count. We feel we are here for something, for some reason. These big questions, and there are many, many around them, that have been questions posed and thought throughout history by philosophers, by thinkers, and more recently by scientists, have also fascinated me like they fascinate everyone at one point in their life or another. I have wanted to find a solution and an answer to them. And so first I went into medicine, thinking if I know the biology, the physiology of the individuals, of the life of our physical aspect, which is our nervous system, our physiological functioning, how we are, then the more I understand I thought about this, the more I understand what is going on, what can I do about it, and how can I use whatever maximum potential I have. Because no matter where we are, we start somewhere, and life gives us an opportunity. And these opportunities can be seen as better for some, less than good for others. But these are starting points, and these starting points are very personal and very private and very intimate to each one of us. 
And therefore, there is individuality, there is difference between people, between people's beliefs, between people's contexts of life and living. And the physiology did not give me all the answers, the physiological structure and its functioning. So I sought to study the mind and I went into psychiatry, then went into neurology and then brain and cognitive science. And science is developing very fast and gives many answers, but it doesn't give answers about the why of things. It usually gives answers about the how and the what of things, which means how things happen, how they happen one after the other, the cause and effect. And science has to discriminate and dissect so that we can study specific variables independent of others. So science is very fragmented in that sense and never attempts to give answers to the very big questions in life. The why of things, why we are here, why we have even the ability to think, to feel, to love, to, to suffer. There is no answer. One, we can say, okay, you suffer because uh, you have felt some problem is happening. But why the problem happened? Am I responsible? Is it me? Is it my past? Is it the fault of others? These are very profound questions. Investigating more into different fields of theology and philosophy, and finally really going into the self through transcending, through transcendental meditation, diving deep into my mind and beyond my surface level of intellect and mind towards the deep feeling of the self, of consciousness itself, through this technique of transcendental meditation, which is brought to light by Maharishi Mahesh Yogi, I started to discover something very profound within myself. And that was pure being, pure consciousness, experienced as independent of any thought, independent of any surface value. Transcending means to go beyond and going beyond even every single value or aspect just to the self, to pure consciousness and pure being. And it was my great fortune that I studied with Maharishi Mahesh Yogi and with his guidance went into the ancient knowledge of yoga as a supreme knowledge of life that gives enlightenment to life, which means light, which is the light that actually dispels the darkness like we have darkness in our room and we don't know where to go. And then when you have light, the darkness goes away and we see more clearly. Then we can have more meaning to our life and more sense to what we are doing. Going through this and asking questions and thinking about all of this and thinking about people who, like this older man who went through life and wondered, well, was it worth it? What did I achieve? What is going on? I decided to really look into all of this and write a book so that all that I have learned, all that I have experienced from science, from philosophy, from theology, from spirituality, from personal direct experience and understanding, and particularly from this ancient knowledge that is the source of yoga, the source of meditation, 
the ancient Vedic knowledge. Veda means knowledge in Sanskrit, is an ancient knowledge from those who have been looking at knowledge from the inner values of life, from the inner introspection rather than analyzing things necessarily on the surface level. And putting all of this together, I felt a sense of responsibility that I share my experience with you, that I share my experience with the world, so that it is an experience that is not lost, an experience that has been for me very deeply fulfilling, particularly that it reached a point where I could answer those profound questions in life, where I could find peace in giving solutions that make sense from a scientific perspective, from a material, physical perspective, as well as from a mental, spiritual perspective and consciousness perspective and answer the big questions. Questions about freedom and determinism, questions about responsibility, about choice, about the ability to make a difference for ourselves and for others, and questions about the purpose of things, the origin of things, and even questions in science that are not fully answered about the why of things, the origin of matter, the origin of the physical reality and its relationship to the spiritual, to consciousness, to being, to the self. Who are we? Are we an independent little entity? Are we part of some amazing, infinite, grand plan and purpose? And so all of these thoughts and questions have been collected in this book, which is called One Unbounded Ocean of Consciousness. One unbounded ocean of consciousness because consciousness is really, truly primary. Primary not only as the origin of things, as you will discover in the book, but also primary as far as value of life is. When we think of what is most important in our life, of course we think it is life itself. It is more important than sometimes we think of health or wealth or success or, or anything like that. All of these fade away in comparison to actually having life. But it is astonishing that one thing without which life has no meaning is consciousness. Because if we are not conscious, what does life mean to us? Somebody who has a physiology, a body, and is a multi-billionaire, has the best things that they can want in terms of their abilities, their capacities, whatever they need, they will have. But suppose they are in coma or under anesthesia. During these moments, all of these other things fade away. They don't get that true meaning. Meaning comes from being conscious, from being aware of meaning, from ability to love means consciousness goes into the mode of loving. Ability to be happy means that consciousness takes the color of happiness. Because what is happiness without being conscious of it? What is love without being conscious of it? 
And therefore we have this consciousness. But is consciousness just one thing and that's it? It's one screen on which the movie of life happens and that's all that there is about it? Or is there something more profound about consciousness? Maybe consciousness is the source of the movie. It is like the screen that creates the movie, that has at the same time within it the projection ability, the computing ability, the engineering ability to produce the movie. And this is where I take you through the book in this easy to read, but I feel very profound understanding of who we are from a material perspective, from a consciousness, spiritual perspective, and how these two values are not separate one from the other, but they are intimately, profoundly connected and interwoven. And they are really, when we look at them from their completeness and their profundity, they allow us, when we see it from a complete perspective, they allow us to answer all the questions in life. All the questions means the most difficult ones. The questions about origin, about purpose, about freedom, about suffering, about happiness, about growth and development. So I have enjoyed writing this book. It took me nearly 15 years. It's not something that happened overnight. And I felt it is my joy and duty at the same time to share with you, with everyone, my conclusions, my understanding based on the ancient knowledge, particularly that I received from Maharishi Mahesh Yogi, from the Veda, and also comparing it and using all other understandings, philosophy and knowledge, as well as science, because science is the systematic system, the systematic means to see what actually works, what doesn't work, what makes sense, what doesn't make sense, what is the origin of something or the other, from where does it come, how the laws of nature structure our life, structure the individual life and structure the cosmic life. And all of these things together, coming together, lead to growth and development and give us sense to our existence and also give us technologies and means and ways to understand how we can make a change, how we can make a difference, how opposites can be lived together without them becoming a conflict and rather becoming a force of evolution for progress and development. So we are not afraid to be different, we are proud to be different, that's the richness of life. And our differences are not a source of antagonism, they are not the source of struggle and strain, they are not the source of fear for the other, but they are the source of happiness and strength and evolution. So this book, One Unbounded Ocean of Consciousness, which is brought by Random House Penguin in English and in Spanish and soon in 40 other languages, but that will take a little bit time. But today it is available as a print in Spanish and as an ebook in Spanish also. And English, it will be for now as an ebook. And it's available like other books on the different platforms, such as Penguin platform itself, 
or Amazon or Google Play and Apple and Kobo and all the different major platforms, they carry this book, you know, Barnes and Noble, etc. So I invite you to take this book and it will be released in April. However, you can buy it right away as a pre-sale on all these platforms. And I was delighted to see that it's starting to make the number one in sales, even compared to not just pre-sale, but compared to other books that have been there and that are coming along in different, different categories and even be it in Spanish or in English. So I am delighted and grateful for all those who read the book. And I'd like to come back to you and start discussing different aspects of the book and maybe even reading to you in these webinars some passages of it. And I look forward to hear from you, your questions and your thoughts, and look forward to make this a lively discussion uh, throughout the weeks that are going to come, particularly also as you prepare for reading the book and these sessions will help to start building up the understanding and hopefully when you get the book in April, even you order it right now, it's possible, but when you get it at the beginning of April, we will have more sessions for those who have particularly acquired the book as a pre-sale, so we'll give them a specific value. So let us know that you are there. You can go to drtonynader.com, which is the website that I have done for this purpose, for the purpose of sharing knowledge. But now it has also a landing page where you can also read more about the book, understand more, and see how to purchase the book. So Dr. Tony Nader is drtonynader.com. And I look forward to listening to you, to your comments there, and to you subscribing to the mailing list. And uh, it's wonderful to see that many, many are joining us. I can see many questions here coming from Sanjay. He has a very wonderful question about Vedic astrology and Vastu and horoscopes and like that. And the book actually gives us an understanding of these values. How can we make sense that some things that are not familiar on a day-to-day -day basis, that are not rigidly considered scientific, but they can have a very profound effect on our life? Like yoga and meditation, for example. You know, they have been there and they have been ignored as something on the fringe, but today they're becoming very important and very profound because people are realizing their importance and there is more to life than just the surface value. You know, even a yoga posture can help to balance the mind, can help to balance the body. Mind and body are intimately related. And the book discusses these values. It discusses all these important aspects, in particular, the value of transcending, which is the most important aspect that really clarified things for me, transcendental meditation and its technology for individual life and for social life to be improved on all levels. Thank you so much for all of you to join. And we look forward to discussing more and being more on Instagram as well as on Facebook and going deeper into this knowledge and experience. And it's all in the book. Most of it 
is really well uh, summarized in a structured way. But of course, you might have questions that will come up as we go along, and it will be my joy to answer them and address them. Thank you for joining, and all the best wishes that we come out of this time of pandemic. Be safe and do your things, uh, be protected, do whatever is best in terms of health and diet, because everything influences everything else, every relationship, every feeling, everything we see or hear creates an effect on us. And this effect can be minimal, can be more important, but it stays with us at some level. And that includes the food we eat, uh, the sun that we have. So have good sun, good vitamin D, wash your hands regularly, maintain good safety, and be happy and grow in knowledge and enlightenment. Enlightenment is a simple thing, is just the light of knowledge that dissipates the ignorance and allows us to walk our life in steps that are most progressive for ourselves and for our society. Thank you very much for being there, and we will meet again very soon. Thank you for tuning into Dr. Tony Nader, the podcast. And if you're interested in learning more from Dr. Nader, please follow him on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube.